Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. In uh, Manitoba, a provincial election is about to be called. And we spoke yesterday with uh, Richard Cloutier, co-host of News on 680 CJROB from Winnipeg and senior reporter of Global News in Manitoba about that. And I have some more questions. And Richard, thank you very much for coming back. You're welcome. You can tell it's close to an election because I'm actually in at work today. <laughs> you seven day, It becomes seven days a week, 25 hours a day, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, but we love it. I mean, this is what we live for is elections. Yeah, this one is, you know, the, the expectations are low in the sense that it's a sleepy campaign. He's calling it Brian Pallister a, a year early simply because he wants a new mandate. There's some things that he wants to do in term two. Uh, plus, I think the economy is going to turn in many provinces, including Manitoba, next year. And there's some key decisions that have to be made that hopefully we'll be able to address in the election campaign in the days ahead. But Man, people are at water parks, they're at the lake, they're on vacation right now. This is going to be a sprint for a week after Labor Day. It's going to be like British politics in many ways. It's a very short campaign. Now, there's been this unofficial campaign for the last several weeks, but you talk to the average Manitoban right now, and they're not thinking politics. Is it essentially, when it comes to Manitoba, it's uh, it's the Conservatives and the NDP, right? It is, and, you know, the, the Liberals... Uh, almost got there uh, 25 years ago with Sharon Carstairs, but since then they have been banished to third-party status. And uh, the way elections work in Manitoba, a good liberal turnout helps the governing progressive conservatives. So, um, you know, people will be kicking the tires of the liberal party here simply because the, the liberal brand is, is okay in Manitoba. I think come fall time with the federal election, there are some uh, seats that are currently held by the Liberals in play that the progressive or the Conservatives could take back here. But this is a province provincially that that swings between the Progressive Conservatives and and the NDP. And we have to make that distinction. It's still the Progressive Conservatives provincially in Manitoba, and it's the Conservatives federal Conservative Party federally. Yeah, but you could argue that Pallister has taken the party certainly fiscally farther to the right, not necessarily socially, but um, there is a rift between some of the old progressive conservatives who represent the former Premier Gary Philman in Manitoba. Uh, they generally sit this one out, uh, and the conservatives. So, you know, Pallister is, is an interesting character. He's kind of like the 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 uncle that nobody really likes but respects because he has <laughs> yeah. had to make some pretty tough decisions yeah. over the past three years, and he doesn't apologize for that. Yeah, yeah. Now, I remember when I interviewed him, he, he was absolutely uh, unapologetic. He, had, he said what he had to say. He said what he wanted to say. I tried to talk to him since then, but he's been unavailable to me, but, you know, some premiers are, some aren't. It's just, yeah. the, way, it's just the way it goes. Now, what about, look... look Will the federal election, the fact that we, we know we're voting on the 21st of October federally, is that going to be a factor at all in Manitoba or not? I think it could be a factor in the sense that you have 
federal liberal MPs already campaigning here, and uh, we'll see about the liberal brand. The environment is going to be an issue in the provincial campaign. All the party leaders are talking about it. The Premier talking about the Made in Manitoba solution and the fact that Justin Trudeau has blocked that. And uh, the other parties, including the Green, the other three parties, offering their versions of uh, a Made in Manitoba Green plan. So that's going to be out there during the provincial campaign. But I have to underscore that this is going to be a campaign about the health care changes being made in this province, about crime and safety issues, and the economy in general. Those are your top three here. The environment and given the carbon tax will come and go. But Pallister has recently been on record saying that, hey, we don't mind the Liberal government uh, spending the money that they have to spend in Manitoba. I will pick and choose. In some cases, I will give compliments to the federal government for what they're doing, but I'm not going to sit idly by and uh, and, and give uh, Justin Trudeau a blank check when it comes to issues that he has issues with. So I, I think we'll see during the campaign a very well-scripted premier but from time to time, he will engage in uh, in some federal liberal bashing. That's just part of his DNA. Well, I wanted to ask you about that because we have the six premiers who wrote the letter to Justin Trudeau, and specifically the letter was about C-48 and C-69. But there's no ignoring the fact that the carbon tax is always looming somewhere. It's, it's either uh, uh, seen as an opportunity for the conservatives to attack the liberals, or the liberals see it as an opportunity to paint the... Uh, the Conservatives as being non-responsible as far as the environment is concerned. Does Mr. Pallister's association, close association, with the other Conservative premiers, whether they carry the brand Conservative or not, uh, in, in, the, in the party label, is, is that a help or a hindrance, or does it really not matter? It's always a help in the sense that when you look at the pocketbook issues of a province like Manitoba, where we've seen our hydro rates increase, or we've seen gasoline at the pump prices increase. When it's basketed all together, that does have an impact. And the Premier is able to say, listen, you know what? It's not just the other government, our predecessors in the NDP, that are responsible for this. It's the federal Liberals. So it's easy pickings, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, Will it be front and center during the campaign? I don't think so. But will it always be brought up from time to time? Absolutely. What I find interesting as well is that many political parties, and I, well, I'll use the word many, but what I've seen is when political parties or governments call elections early, the electorate will let them know that, hey, you may pay a price for this. And some of them have. They've called elections early and they've found themselves turfed out. So Manitobans generally are not, or I don't want to put words in your mouth, you tell me, are Manitobans generally okay with the fact that the election is going to be earlier than it, than it was supposed to be um, almost a year, right? Well, it's interesting because I've talked to people about this and uh, putting together the the Global News podcast on this, and they said, why do we have to go to an election now? But when you start to ask subsequent questions, are you going to penalize the Premier for doing this? No. Are they going to vote on September 10th? Yeah, likely. So I think it's one of those issues where we in the media and people will say, well, why are we doing this? And we'll be upset about it for a few days. And then we move on to the to the campaign. Yeah, there have been some campaigns in in Canadian political history where governments got the timing all wrong. But uh, Pallister's excuse here was largely, well, we're celebrating 150 years as a Manitoba province. Uh, don't want to have an election coincide with uh, that big celebration. 
Uh, not really. I okay. Think, you know, the real reason here is that uh, despite uh, legislation saying that we're going to have fixed political election dates, you know, British parliamentary history gives yeah. the government in power the opportunity to go to the lieutenant governor, dissolve parliament or legislatures, and uh, go to the people. So we go. what clearly he has to do in the days ahead is say, this is why I want an election. Okay. I need a mandate to do A, B, C, D, and E. Richard, i got to run, but I thank you so much for the time, and I still have no idea what Drop the Rit means. But thank you for the time. Great talking to you always. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye-bye. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Take care. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.